What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 92 of the TorontoGameDevs.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind Toronto Game Devs. Uh, and it's it's kind of like a coin flip of whoever we get. And this week, uh, Jake Budno is joining us. Hello, it's me, Brett. <laughs> four <laughs> out of ten. Run. Yeah, yeah, four out of ten plus. Everything, everything sucks, yeah. <laughs> when was the last show that was all three of us? Um, it was like, it was a couple ago. Cause like, we, I know the podcast took a bit of a break, but so it was actually like two episodes ago that all three of us were on, I think. Oh, but really that was like a month ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Episode 89 was October 31st and that was after the, my, my wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, wow. Uh, last episode we talked about, cause it was episode 91. We talked about the games that came out in 1991. <laughs> what games came out in 1992? Well, I'll tell you, 1992 was a fantastic year for the world because it is when I was born. Hey, so. there you go. <laughs> so games that were came out the year Jake was born, Wolfenstein. Uh, I think. Oh, is that Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein 3D. Yo, that's a good game. Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, which I loved as a kid. Super Mario Kart, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Super Mario Land 2, Mortal Kombat, the original. Dragon Quest V, wow. Echo the Dolphin, Streets of Rage 2, a Kirby game, Final Fantasy V, and a bunch of... It was a big... It looks like a big arcade year. A lot of these mm. are arcade games. Spider, yeah. Spider-House 2. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Hmm. Good year. How old was Ooh. I? I was six. And I don't... Nice. I don't... I don't know if I had a Genesis yet. Yeah, I'm looking through these games, and I, I honestly haven't played... A lot of them. <laughs> I mean, unsurprisingly, but it's like, like I don't know, because like I played a lot of like NES and SNES games, but like, yeah, it's just this year I missed out. Interesting. Street Fighter cool. Two Turbo. It was a good year for games. Oh, Super Star Wars. Those games were ridiculously hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll start with hype time. Hype. Uh, do you have anything to hype? I got nothing to hype. Yeah, it's kind of a. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, it's December's always like that kind of year or that kind of month like there's not much going on um yeah if, if anything is happening it's either a Christmas party or a New Year's party I, just like the rec room have you been to the rec room yet no what's the rec room uh it's like a gaming kind of bar that's downtown I actually haven't been there yet oh okay uh, but a lot of people I know have been there and it's pretty awesome cool. but they're having a New Year's uh Eve at the rec room, um, they're going to have like nice. a dance dance revolution part um, competition and stuff like that. So you, tickets are ten bucks in advance or fifteen at the door. You can go to rec room uh, to to kind of find out more. Nice, yeah, yeah. Gaming bars is something I've just kind of like been missing out on. Like there's um like Meltdown is right by our house. Like it's like a fifteen minute walk, and we've still just never been because it's like. Eh. <laughs> have I, been, I don't think I've been to Meltdown. Is that the blue one that's in the basement? No, that's that's a. Uh, that's where bonus stages. That's um, power up. Yeah, power up. That's I've been to that yeah. one. No, meltdown's got like a green aesthetic, and it's on college. It's in oh, little. Okay. It's in little Italy. So. Oh, okay. Um, there's also like an esports one on at Young and St. Clair. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> so they're they kind of like popped up. Like I remember talking to the power room guy because um, mm. he reached out to me when he was like first opening up, and I was just like, oh, this is a cool idea. Is anyone else doing this? And he was like, no, there's, you know, there's a place in like Calgary or something like that. That's kind of similar. But in Toronto, we're the only ones. And then a year later, a year and yeah. a half later. <laughs> <laughs> now it's blowing up. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I mean, it's because like, especially like esports, it's like it's it's just getting more and more popular like every day. Right. So yeah. makes sense that there's sports bars. Why wouldn't there be esports bars? Right. So which is yeah. Which is funny because I like I still just can't get into esports. I've been wa- I've been trying to watch a lot of Overwatch because I got friends who are just like huge on esports and they they tell me to watch Candace and it blah blah blah. And um, yeah, I, I just don't care. Well, the, well, yeah, because I mean, like the Overwatch League is sort of the the big like like the most legitimate esports sort of thing that they've ever done with like how every city has a team and stuff, and it's uh it's pretty interesting. But I don't know. To me, I just never saw Overwatch as like 
a very watchable esport because of how like chaotic it is. Like I can't watch Counter Strike because like it's really confusing switching between like all all the players. Yeah. Um, that's why I like StarCraft so much because it's like it's just two people and everything's sort of on the screen. And but again, it's like it's whatever game you're into, right? Like it's it's I don't know. It's it's but it's cool. I mean, I'm happy that it's it's getting bigger. Yeah, it's funny because I got into I I am still playing like Call of Duty World War Two, and there's a lot of like esports shit in that, like major league gaming. And yeah, and it's just like now every I feel like like th- this happens like everywhere. But basically, someone comes up with an innovation or something gets really big, like esports and with Overwatch. Because it certainly existed before, but I think Overwatch took it to a new level. Mm, StarCraft started it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it was before, but like I think Overwatch took it, like, made it kind of more, ma- not mainstream, but just like... I think it made it more mainstream, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think Overwatch is the most mainstream uh, eSport that's been out so far, yeah. And then now every single, like, EA and Activision and whatever are basically playing catch-up with all their other games. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the sports games are starting to have it too, which is kind of weird because in sports games, like that is weird. The like the Golden State Warriors have a clear advantage over anyone who picks like you know the Raptors or or whoever. So it's okay. kind of weird that exists in sports games because those games have like better teams defined in the game itself, whereas on Overwatch they try to balance it as much as possible. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. I just I don't know. It's just funny thinking of. A sports game as an eSport just sounds redundant. <laughs> I don't know. That means we'll have like a real-life Overwatch soon. It's just going to, everything's just going to come in full, full circle. You mean, you mean like paintball? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but you'll give superpowers. People like turrets will Yo, that'd down. be cool. <laughs> that'd be really cool. <laughs> I haven't been paintballing in years, but I'd imagine that would be terrible at it. <laughs> yeah, I've only been once. I was pretty bad, so... <laughs> Uh, just cool. a little house cleanup stuff. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash devs to help support the site. Uh, as a, just a heads up that Patreon did change their like fees. Um, basically the credit card fee now goes to, uh, to you. So if you, if you donate like, or if you contribute like $1, $2, $3 USD, but also there's going to be like a 30 cent plus like 3% charge on top of that. So just a heads up. A lot of people are angry about it. Um, figured I would mention it. Uh, and then also subscribe on uh, iTunes and Google Play to this podcast. Give it five stars. Tell everyone how much you love Jake. And uh, share with all your friends. I need validation. <laughs> You're a YouTube <laughs> sensation now, man. You don't need any more validation. Oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> I. It's funny because I was, I was trying to think of what I was going to do for my 5,000 sub special. And I was expecting that I wouldn't have to think about it until like January, but I might have to think about it for this week. So we'll see. There you go. It's a good, it's a good problem to have, but you know, <laughs> and say- also subscribe to Toronto game devs, YouTube, because there's some good stuff coming on, on there too. Yes. We were talking before the show. Well, and, and your news bites, which are doing well and everyone mm-hmm. seems to like, yeah, um, yeah, I'm happy. Well, I mean, they're fun to do and it's just, it keeps me up on the news, which is better than anything. Right. Cause I, I, I I'm bad at keeping up on news. So, it's forces been me too. It's actually been double good for me too because it's making me do work and update the site when I'm like maybe not feeling it. Where it's just <laughs> like shit, I need to get like three stories out. Like what what can I what can I do? And sometimes the news is slow and we're certainly getting into that time, but although PSX happened and there's a lot of good stuff that's coming out of that. Mm-hmm, um yeah. and some things that I missed from last week, which will go on the site um Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, etc. But it's definitely like Wednesday night will happen, and I'm like, oh, I'm busy Thursday, so I gotta, I should do some stuff tonight. So it's actually been a good, uh, nice collaboration, I guess I'll say. Yeah, working as a team. Woo! Um, that's it for hype time. Then I don't really cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake. Hi. What games have you been playing? Oh, what have I been playing? Well, I finally, finally got around to playing Planet of the Eyes this week. Oh, uh, nice. Because I got a code for it a while ago, and I finally played it. And, I mean, it's not my favorite, I gotta say. Uh, It looks looks beautiful. I really like the aesthetic. Um, Sound is pretty good. Um, But I just think as far as, like, you know, physics-based puzzle platformers, like, I still think, like, Limbo is sort of up there for me Mm -hmm. on that. Um, but I mean, 
I could tell that a lot of care and and effort and you know everything was put into it. So I respect it. But I mean, yeah, you know, wasn't my thing. It felt like kind of a slog to get through. And it's not even that long. No, it's not. It's it's maybe ninety minutes long or so. Yeah, I think that's about what it took me. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm 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 definitely a lot more excited for River Bond. Um, me too. Coco Cucumber's next game because yeah. I played it and I definitely was digging that a lot more. But yeah, where did you I mean, play? Planet of the Ice? Yeah. No, sorry. Where did you play uh, Riverbond? Oh, I played it at uh, Gamma Space at their last um, fr- uh, fr- play games play friends. Friends play. G- I don't know what they call oh, it. Oh, friends. Of- yeah. Yeah, that thing. Friends. Of yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were showing it off there, so I got to play that. And yeah, it was fun. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, it was funny though because that build had a button that was just like the the crash the game button. <laughs> it was like L. It was like L one or something. So it was just like three times while playing it. It was just like up oh, game crash. Who pressed the button? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Now the joys of game dev. But yeah, no, I, I was I was digging that. But uh, yeah, other than playing the eyes, uh, I'm still still playing StarCraft two. Uh, it went free to play, so the uh, the player base got a bit bigger, which is nice because before it was like I felt like I was the only person ever playing that game. But yeah, it's a good game. You know, fun stuff. <laughs> very hard, but very fun. I didn't know it went free to play. It's completely yeah. free. Uh, kind of. It's like, um, as far as the single player stuff goes, because there's three campaigns, uh, you get the first one for free, which is like still a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like like 16 hours or something. Um, and then you still have to pay for the other two uh, campaigns. But like... Uh, the multiplayer because there's like co-op um, which has like a progression system and stuff you can play three of the 12 heroes uh, up to their full level and then everyone else you can play up to level five which is I think like a third of the way um, and then multiplayer like competitive uh, you get it for free you just have to like play against AI for a certain amount of time and mm-hmm. then you can jump into into versus people so yeah basically completely free like it's it's really cool and what's it coming to PS4 Oh God! <laughs> okay, did you? No, no. Can you plug a keyboard and mouse into <laughs> into PS4? Uh, there's a USB thing, so you might be able Maybe. to. But I think a game would have to like also support it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, because like, did you ever play the original StarCraft on N64? No. What? <laughs> yeah, StarCraft 64 was a thing, and I played it. And let me tell you, literally impossible. <laughs> <laughs> the most, the most like that game with a controller just does not work. They didn't balance it to like. No, they just took the game and <laughs> stuck it on N sixty four and said, "Okay, all right, figure it out." Because it was like the the analog stick would control like a cursor, and then you would just like have to like scroll down with the cursor to like hit, pick which unit you want to build, and then like like this is a game that professionals like have like five hundred actions <laughs> per minute on a keyboard and mouse and like on a controller you could probably do like five like it's so bad oh yeah i'm, I'm reading the wikipedia page and michael morhane who was the executive producer holds a negative opinion of the game describing it as clearly <laughs> a port and not designed for the interface that the n64 provided it was it yeah. was a dis- it was decided post-release that blizzard would do no no more console ports unless they thought the game was suited for consoles yeah, Mass so that's why games. that's why Overwatch is on console because you know shooters <laughs> are a lot easier on on consoles. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that's no. like the one uh, that's like the one genre that never really made the jump. RTSs, I guess. There, Microsoft did Halo Wars, which I never played. I never really liked RTSs to begin with. Yeah, I think I think probably besides Halo Wars, uh, Tooth and Tail did a good job with it because they completely designed the game around like a simple control system. Like, because you basically control a hero, and then all of the commands are just based around that hero. Right. Um, but yeah, like a, a straight up RTS, impossible on a controller. Like, I just cringe thinking about playing StarCraft sixty four. It was so bad. That's amazing. I never knew that game. I, I wonder. I'm sure it's like impo- like StarCraft sixty four. Let's let's look up the old eBay. Two hundred and thirty dollars. Are you serious? Oh shit! This one is twelve hundred. What? Oh, this one is sixty. No. Well, it's that, like okay. all over the place. Huh? 
Interesting. Brand new, lowest <laughs> price, $1,200. Oh, my God. Oh, it's because the box. Like, yeah, I was going to say maybe it's in the box and everything. Yeah. This one with the box, but still says pre-owned, is 250 And then it looks like some of them are like 40 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Which was just the game. If you just want to play the game. Jeez. Collector stuff is ridiculous. Collector <laughs> games is ridiculous. I, I um... I used to have like all my NES and SNES, or I didn't have an SNES, uh, NES, Genesis, N64 games, PS2 games, and then like four or five years ago, I was I just needed money and all this shit was just chilling at my my parents' house, yeah, and just unused and like I'm not really I don't go back to play a lot of games anyways. Like I find mm-hmm. when when I go back to play a game that I really loved, I just it's just like not as fun because just gaming has just gotten like so much kind of more technical, yeah. Um. That I like, you know, I'll play. I remember the last classic game that I probably played that before, like PS2 era, was uh, Diddy Kong Racing, which mm, I loved as yeah. a kid. And I remember, and I played this maybe two, two and a half years ago. And I think I even talked about it on the podcast where we played on a projector. And oh Nintendo God. 64 games were not designed to play on a giant projector. No, no. So it looked like complete shit. It controlled so bad. Like I was just blown away. And I'm like, I feel like that happens 90% of the time I play old games. I bought the SNES Classic just because out of impulse because I was able to. And I played it. Yeah. I've only played it maybe a total of like 45 minutes. Like I've, it's kind of just been sitting there. So four or five years ago, I, I sold like all my old stuff. So mm-hmm. like $5,000 worth of games. Wow. And, uh, and I never really looked back on it. <clears throat> uh, but then I... A friend of mine at work is a big collector. He's trying to collect every single Xbox 360 game, and he's like 85% there or something like that. Wow. Plus all the other games. And he's kind of gotten me back in the in the mood where I'm like, maybe one day if I ever have like a spare bedroom, I could just make that a gaming room. But yeah, it would cost me like what I got for 5000 or what I what I sold for $5,000 would probably cost me like $20,000 to Oh yeah. replace. Yeah, probably more. It's always it's always way more to buy stuff than to sell stuff, yeah. Yeah. I just went to uh I just went to um oh, I'm blanking on the place right now. It's a gaming it's a gaming place uh at college in Spadina, I think. ANC okay. Games. I just I just emailed ANC Games and just said like, "Hey guys, I got a shit ton of games. Here's a list. Well, what would you give me for it?" They gave me a number, and I just drove down uh, one day and just dropped it all off. And mm. just like I, if I sold it all individually, I, I could have definitely gotten more. But I just needed the cash and didn't want to. Didn't really feel like selling like five hundred individual games or six hundred individual games. So I just like yeah, bundled it all, and I was like, "Here you go." Wow. And now I have like a few like kind of scattered things. Like I have a Wiimote that's like in my couch. <laughs> <laughs> from just back in the day yeah yeah um but that i feel like that always happens to me when i um play kind of older games yeah no i hear you i mean that's happened with me even like playing older games for the first time like i remember when i first played silent hill 2 it was like really hard to get into it because the controls were just like not gelling with me at all and Mm -hmm. like even some of the voice acting and stuff it just had that old amateur-y sound and I'm like, I wish I played this back in the day. You yeah, know? There's, like, there's definitely those games where you're like, everyone says so many good things about these games, but you didn't play it when it was like big. And then when yeah. you go back to it, like Silent Hill 2, like there's been like seven more Silent Hills since then. And, and yeah. they've done like way more different, like uh, Dead Space has come out that kind of rattled the survival horror genre and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I know what you mean, like where there's a game in the past that like, people praise and then by the time you get to it it's just like ah <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. yeah no exactly exactly but yeah yeah uh, um uh, what, what have you been playing steve uh got back into call of duty played yep. a little bit of multiplayer of that um cool. I've, i have no idea what what's about this game i've just, i've played 30 hours of online on it and it's just it still got me and i was saying this a couple podcasts ago where I, like i wish there was more maps i, I want to give them money to get more maps but the next set of maps doesn't come out until january 30th yeah which is yeah the, almost two that months whole keep keep you playing for the whole year thing yeah. yeah and i'll be surprised if i'm still playing this game january 30th but i won't get the season pass i'll just get that map pack yeah um and then i'll just kind of keep growing from there so i wish there was more but <clears throat> you know people like get so upset if if dlc comes out like a certain t- like too close to when a game came out 
Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. So they just yeah pack it in later. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, like Call of Duty's popular, so there's uh, other people agree with you on <laughs> why it's so fun. So <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of popular, I also played Star Wars Battlefront Two, beat the story mission last night, and it's it starts off so cool and then just kind of turn it just kind of like falls off a cliff really. Um, yeah, I've heard that. I I think that they said that the rest of the story is in a DLC or something. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. So the, the they promised all this free DLC for the game throughout the year or two years or whatever, and that's mm-hmm. why loot boxes are in it now, theoretically. Um, yeah. And what I didn't know is I didn't know two things about this game when all this shit was going down about Star Wars. I didn't know there was an arcade mode, which was pretty fun. It's a nice little yeah. add-on. It's co-op yeah. too, so Heather and I can play. That's cool. Didn't know that existed. I didn't know there would be single-player DLC, which everyone always wants. Like people still shit on uh, Rockstar for not providing single player DLC. Yeah. Um and so I'm down with that too. So I like the game. It's not like it definitely didn't deserve all the shit that it's getting, but it's also not like to me like that great of a game. Like it's not it's it's around like a 7 out of 10 for me. Like it's Okay. <clears throat> the map the maps are cool and it looks great and all that stuff. The progression is like a little slower than I would want. Um and and unlocking heroes is fine. And I like the idea of like leveling up and getting having stronger heroes. Kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of the days when I played like a lot of PvP and WoW. Okay. Um, and so I like that. I like kind of this idea that I could have a Darth Vader and someone else could have a Darth Vader and we would be like two different Darth Vaders, like depending on what we equipped and stuff. Um, mm. But it just doesn't like, I don't know, it just hasn't like grasped me. I, I think for like online multiplayer shooters, like what Call of Duty has kind of taught me is that I like it simple. Just. A map with like a couple dudes with some shotguns or whatever, and, and just go at it. Like not this super over complicated like mission structure and or like different classes mm-hmm. and all that shit. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you've are, I've I've kind of got that feeling for you because I remember when you were talking about Overwatch, it was like it wasn't your thing because it was sort of like yeah, like there's what like twenty one characters that like all have their own thing, and it's like. Kind of like you kind of like to have it, yeah, simple as you said. Yeah, and w- with Overwatch too, I would always play with my friends who are higher level than me. And uh, level doesn't necessarily does, level doesn't necessarily mean skill, but it means they know things about the characters that I didn't know. Yeah, it's experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so I would, if I was playing by myself, I would I would do I would win half the games or so, and I would have a pretty good like you know elimination to death and and stuff like that. And when I was playing with them. I just felt like I was losing the team, like I was losing the game for us. Because <laughs> yeah, I yeah, just like the monkey would come in, and just start swinging around, and and I wouldn't know that like it was time to avoid that guy, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I mean, like with Sarah and I and, and Heroes of the Storm, like whenever we try to get our friends to play it, it was the exact same thing. It's like because her and I are, are not very good at that game, but we played so much of it that we have the experience. So it's like when our friends come in. Yeah, like they would lose us games, and like we were just having fun, but they would not be having a good time because of that. So I, I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else did I play? Uh, and then the Zelda DLC dropped. The, um, the second, okay. The second DLC, and it's uh, cool. I've only I'm only in the first part where basically they give you a weapon that has to charge up, but it's one hit one kill, but it also drains your life, so you're also one hit one kill. Okay. Um, and then it's just like more Zelda, like more of the shrines and stuff like that. And I thought the shrines were like the best part of that game. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's fun. And I guess like the end game is like a, it's like a motorbike or something. So cool. I'll, I'll play sounds, more of that. sounds totally uninteresting to me. Cool. <laughs> you never did. You, you never did, did. Were you borrowing a switch or did you buy one? No, we were playing it on Wii U. Oh, we, we, we borrowed a, a Wii U and played it. Oh, so you're bar- oh, so you you don't have any, and so you're not going to play this DLC or anything like that. Well, I I mean I didn't like the game, so so yeah. I, <laughs> I told I'm pretty sure I told you about that, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, we finished it. We finished it, and we didn't like it. So yeah, I mean I'm not surprised that it won like Game of the Year and stuff. Spoilers, but I mean I we're just sitting there like, eh. <laughs> wasn't wasn't our thing. To me, it was it's definitely Game of the Year. Yeah, I think we'll do and a game lots of, of other episode next too. week, but okay, cool. Um, for me, it's, it's uh, spoilers. It was a game of the year. Wow, I feel spoiled. <laughs> uh, other than that, I haven't really like just 
didn't really play that much. I'm now I'm kind of in a poor zone where I'm not gonna. I, I promised myself I'm not gonna buy any games brand new. Uh, yeah. For I don't even know when the next one would be. Sometime in March, probably God of War in March if if that's the rumor. The rumor release date is true. Cool. Yeah. I just I've just got so many 2017 games to catch up on because like 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 people have been telling me to play near all year and then it won best music and I'm like okay. I need to get around to playing Nier because it's like, I feel bad for not doing it now. But I mean, 2017, I kept up with games, like current games, a lot more than I usually do. So I'm happy about that. But yeah, I don't know. There's just so much to play. It's It's been a good year for games, honestly. Have you played... It really uh, has. Like, despite the... Hmm? Sorry. Um, have you played uh, no, Hellblade? Go ahead. No, and it's like near the top of my list. I just haven't really gotten a chance to get around to it because, like, even this week I didn't play like that. Even not even this week, the past couple of weeks since our last podcast, I haven't really played anything. I've just been so busy, you know. Because so. yeah, Hellblade won Best Audio Design, and it's yeah, I know. And I and the game itself, like, it looks like my jam. So I need to get around to it. We'll yep. see. Best ongoing game was Overwatch. Best mobile game, Monument Valley. Best handheld game, Metroid. I love how the best handheld game is just all Nintendo games. Yeah, <laughs> because no one else. Oh, I'm sorry, Vita's dead, but no one else makes handheld <laughs> games, you know. Poor Vita. Poor Vita. <laughs> it's funny because the Switch is kind of what like the Vita was trying to be, right? This mix yeah. of like smaller indie games, but also portable like AAA games. Yeah, because the whole idea of the Vita was to sort of have like more like console like style games right and then it just kind of never yeah like it, it launched with um it launched with the uncharted and a damn good yeah. uncharted it's a lot of fun and yeah a year later the assassin's creed came out um and then they just like there's so many different like us vita people we know we know what happened <laughs> like sony screwed up but a lot of there was a lot of little screw-ups along the way um yeah. but i love my vita has a special place in my heart. I think it's one of my favorite like systems of all time. But wow, it was just like so cool, man. Just to lie, like, but that's what that's why the Switch is like becoming that too. Like, because it's just the the idea that I can just lie on the couch, watch baseball on my TV, and and also play games like legit, like not legit games. I shouldn't say that, but like AAA, <laughs> big kind of engrossing games. Um, yeah, I hear you. That's that's sort of like the the golden golden thing right there. Yeah. Uh, then we can just go to news time then. Cool. News, news, news. News, news, news. Um, I wish Brett was here <laughs> to, talk, <laughs> to talk about his studio's new game. But Dash Quest Heroes came out uh, from Tiny Titan Studios. Maybe we'll just wait till next week when, when Brett yeah. is around. Because it only did come out in Canada too. Although I'm sure like 90% of our listeners are in Canada. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but it, if you played Dash Quest before, it was kind of, it's like this RPG mix uh, of like an Infinite Runner um, and RPG with SNES style graphics, like Link to the Past and stuff like that. And this is kind of a, a new one on that. I've been playing it; it's a lot of fun. Um, but we'll wait for Brett to either awaken from his slumber or just next week. Yeah, I'm still hoping he just sort of like falls into the call, like half <laughs> Stumb- asleep, just and... stumbles in. Yeah, <laughs> just like oh, it's uh, four to ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that one next week. Uh, number two, Vertex Pop updated uh, Graceful Explosion Machine on Switch to allow um, video capture. Basically, this is like a thing that's been on PlayStation, I think, on Xbox for a while, where you can just kind of grab the video. But on Switch, it was only pictures for a while, and then they ported it, or sorry, they updated it to allow videos. But game um, games had to be updated to allow it. And so Vertex Pop updated Graceful Explosion Machine. So now you can kind of create little videos. Yeah, it's just I, I, I'm i kind of sad it's it's limited to 30 second video clips and specifically the last 30 seconds. Right. It's like a it's like a highlight saver. Yeah, and it's like I, I, w- I wish it was a bit more robust than that. But on, on PlayStation, it's great. Like, it, yeah, it re- it's always recording the last 15, but you can always kind of also start it like you're um i think if you hit it twice like share twice the share button twice it'll start recording yeah um and then and then there's like an app on the playstation called share factory which gives you like all these different themes and all this other shit that you can do to kind of like you know spice up the video a little bit um yeah and they kind of like 
they've kind of went all in a little bit on this sort of like video editing for games. And uh, it's just one of those things that Nintendo's just like slightly behind. And it sucks because like I've said this before, where like Nintendo's great at coming with their own innovations, but they're so terrible at implementing others. Yep. Um, so like they're looking at, you know, like Sony and I, I haven't used Xboxes, so I won't compare it, but Sony's share factory stuff is great. Like it's, it does exactly kind of what you need, um, on a, like as, as well as a console could do it. And Nintendo just like, is just lagging behind and it just sucks. Cause there's a lot of great games on the switch that you would want to like create these videos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, but you know, it's better than nothing, I suppose. No, that's true. <coughs> yeah. So uh, you can get your sweet your sweet score trip runs on Glaceful Graceful Explosion Machine by Vertex Pop. If you hear uh, couch scratching in the background, it's my cat just freaking out. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Number three, Schwip Turbo Thumb is uh, out on iOS. They're kind of doing a, a tri-release of a Schwip things. Um, mm-hmm. The big release is the Steam game that's coming out next year. Uh, you can... Check out the like you can like it on Steam or whatever you do on Steam. Follow games. What do you do on Steam? Add to wish list. That's what you do, right? Yeah, add to wish list. Um, but in the meantime, they have two games that are kind of on iOS that are just like there's a match three and then there's like the um, shoot 'em up game that this one is. So it's fun. I've been playing a little bit too. Free games too. Cool. cool. Yeah, cause it's sort of just like a like a trial concept of like the main game, right? Yeah. Cool. Sorry, my cat is absolutely just going bananas right now. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, number five, number four, Far Cry 5 is delayed. Uh, it was originally going to come out February 27th. It is now pushed to March something? March? March 27th. March 27th. So exactly a month. Exactly a month, which uh, which sucks. I was always looking, I was looking forward to this, and I think the last like two Far Cries have come out, kind of like have been one of those first big games that come out in the year. Um mm. March seems to be kind of a, a popular month for games, so hopefully it doesn't get yeah. swallowed up a little bit, but I'm excited for Far Cry 5. I think it'll do fine. Far Cry is a big franchise, and it seems like they've been doing a pretty good job with it. So, I mean, I haven't played a Far Cry game since Blood Dragon, but, I mean, it's it does well, so I think it'll be just fine. I liked 4 and I liked Primal. I didn't play Blood Dragon, though. I heard it was great. <laughs> I mean, it's a Far Cry game. Uh, but it's it's all about the theme, right? Like that's the reason I played it was because of the theme. Like the actual gameplay, I couldn't really care about, but it was like it was just a lot of a lot of fun, yeah. very colorful, very synthy. <laughs> and uh, in the same announcement, uh, they also delayed the crew too. In case you're excited for that one, people are excited for that one. I have no <laughs> idea. I'm not. <laughs> I think it's probably going to suffer uh, Watchdogitis, where nobody cares about the second game because the first game was like was disappointing. Yeah, which sucks because Watch Dogs Two is great. I had a lot of fun with that's it. That's what I hear. Yeah, yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, got the but Watch Dogs One, not great. No, and actually, I didn't mind Watch Dogs One when it came out, or like when I got it because I, I think I bought it for like fifteen bucks or something. Mm-hmm. So it was a little, it was a little bit different. Um, yeah, for fifteen bucks. It's a, like, great, it's a great fifteen dollar game. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's a really good yeah Ubisoft. You hear you hear us? <laughs> great fifteen dollar game. But the but the main character was such a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't enjoy that game very much. And and I like the the second one. The main character was fine. It was a weird kind of uh, clash of themes where it's like you're trying to bring down like the corporate kind of guy and and do what's good for the citizens and all this stuff but you're like killing people Um, and that's the issue about games like that that want to give you the choice about things like that right it's like you got to make characters that are okay with just killing people like that's why the grand theft auto games work right yeah because there's no morality choices in that like you are a shitty person yeah exactly like it's 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 weird i don't know um, I what I what I didn't like about Watch Dogs 2 the most was just like the typical like nerd peop- like characters that they would have like the the one guy who's like socially awkward and wears like a digital mask and shit and oh yeah they're just like it was just stupid I hate like this over like when they kind of take nerd like Sheldon on Big Bang Theory like these people don't exist yeah I've, I've never met anyone like Sheldon but when you think of like a nerd um I think that's what like moms kind of like typically like oh my son yeah it's the stereotype yeah Yeah. 
And so I, I always just like doing like that. That's fair. Uh, number whatever, five, six, something. For Honor gets a Xbox One X patch. I don't know. People Xbox still One playing X. this? Um, I don't know. They the season four, season five just started uh, a few months ago because I remember doing a, stu- uh, a story on that too. Okay. Um, and so I'm guessing that like like a lot of these kind of games that come out and try to be uh, games for service, like they have a, a good following that mm. are passionate about it. Um, but it's not like super big. Yeah, yeah. Like if I go to the For Honor Reddit, how many do we have here? How many people are on here? Ninety-two thousand people. Oh, sorry. Ninety-two thousand people have subscribed. Nine hundred thirty-two are are on the Reddit. And then if I go to like Warframe, okay, that's a good amount. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, if I go to Warframe on Warframe's Reddit. It has 113,000 people. Go back to Warframe. 3,000. Well, Warframe's like the weirdest one, right? I know okay. we talked about this where it's like on on PC it seems to have a big following, but on everything else it seems to – no one seems to care. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Number – Sorry, I'm still here. Okay. No, no, no. I, I, I was glitching out a bit, but we're good. Okay. I blanked out for a second. Uh, number last one, Cuphead. So speaking of the Game Awards, did you watch the Game Awards? <laughs> I tuned in. It was, a, but it went past ten o'clock. Yeah, I know. I was, I was, I was being a bad boy and staying up past my bedtime. Wait, so does that uh, mean that you can't buy yourself Bloodborne or whatever? No, I, I actually, I actually, I screwed that up a while ago, so I'm not worrying about Bloodborne for the time being. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I'm, I'm. It, it got my sleep schedule nice and good so it's all good but uh no so i um i tuned in to the game awards at the point where uh what was his name mr uh mr joseph ferris right yeah <laughs> that's when i tuned in uh and that was fun i'm glad i didn't miss that but that was so weird to watch live because i was just like is this really is this is this happening right now it was amazing. I was really happy about it. <laughs> he's, he's kind of like he's he's totally right though about how you know he says like oh it doesn't have the EA loot box shit and then he just says like you know develop like publishers screw up sometimes like that's kind of like what's happened and there was a lot of there's a lot of like um what am I trying to say here there's a lot of like uh throw like hacks at ea like how the one guy i don't know if you saw this i forget what award it was but one guy when he went to open it he was like oh sorry it's a premium to open this and he took his credit card and like cut the the tape or whatever <laughs> to open the award that's funny and then read the award and then bethesda had this whole like save single player game thing so they were just sort of poking fun at it the whole time yeah was he, that's was, good i'm i'm glad was he was was there even an ea game there like up for nomination Oh, I have no idea, but I don't think they won any for sure. I don't think so either. Yeah, but kinda... that's yeah, but but he was he was fun and uh, yeah, I I I sort of like jumped in from time to time, but I mean, as soon as like all of the trailers and stuff like started rolling, I was like, all right, I'm bored, I'm out. Right. <laughs> but I know that's just how the show goes. So, but, but I yeah. I like the I like the video game awards. Like last couple of years, I've always kind of prepped like. You know, got pizza and, and made a night out of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think like we like gaming is such a like awesome medium, and there's a couple things that you know television or movies have that like, haven't really translated to video games yet. And one of those is like an awards night, like just a big like the, like everyone kind of tunes into the Oscars, or at least they're interested in the Oscars, and they yeah. you know there's office bets and stuff like that. And that doesn't really exist yeah. in video games, and maybe this will will kind of transition into that. But yeah, I mean, they still have a long way to go because I I still think the idea of like like I know that they need to get the money to fund this event somewhere, but like the idea of the same games that are up for awards having ads in the show that's like really weird to yeah. me. Like that seems like a conflict of interest. So. So I'm I'm sure they'll get there, and I really appreciate what Jeff Keighley's doing because you it's so clear that he really cares about this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're still getting there. I mean, gaming is still growing, and yeah, that's okay. For but, sure. But I don't see a single EA game on here. No. Hmm. 
But you want to know what you do see on there is Cuphead, which yeah. won three awards. Won three awards. <laughs> which is amazing. I'm so proud of them. And they, they got won. a shout out from the prime minister. <laughs> yeah, that's that was crazy when I saw that. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, so yeah, funny. so they won Best Art Direction, which I think was, um, you know, a, a given. Uh, yeah. Best Independent Game and Best Debut Indie Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And Warframe was up for best ongoing game, but Overwatch was in there too. And Overwatch, obviously, yeah, took that. which makes sense. I wonder yeah. what they'll do for best ongoing na- game next year, because it would probably be the same games, won't it? Like Rockstar on, like Grand Theft Auto Online, Overwatch, Warframe, like those games will yeah. keep going. So unless there's a 2017 game that is still going to be going in 2018, but I, mean, I can't we think of any off, off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. We we're just talking about For Honor, and, and it probably won't be in there. No, 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 no. Um, oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not seeing a single EA game, which is kind of <laughs> crazy. Like, it's Ubisoft, Square Enix, and then indie games, obviously. Best fighting game, maybe? Bandai. I don't know. Capcom. Best family game? Nope. The best strategy? Nope. This is crazy. I can't believe EA wasn't... Oh, best sports? they got to be in here somewhere. Oh, of course they're going to be at best sports. <laughs> yeah, FIFA 18 was there up you go. for best sports. They lost, though. They did it. Well, they, they combined best sports and racing games, so. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, no, Cuphead, I'm really proud of them, honestly. I'm just really excited to see what they do next. Like, after they get some, like, time to sort of recuperate. Yeah. Because I know that development, like, cycle was ridiculous for them. But, They yeah, did, uh, uh, and we mentioned this in the past podcast but they did say that cuphead's guaranteed to return which i think um, yes probably means like cuphead 2 is coming out i was saying uh before like i'd imagine that they might have some assets that are you know were not used bought like ideas that were not not fully developed or bosses or, or art or whatever and i would imagine oh, probably that, i would imagine like they should just use that stuff to kind of flush out and i would try to get cuphead 2 out the door as quickly as possible Really? Why? Just to, just because everyone's still talking about Cuphead, and the uniqueness of it is the art. And I don't know if there's any games that are coming out that will also that are also going to have like a unique style and art. But if there is, it's going to steal that thunder. Well, I mean, Cuphead was first announced in like 2013. Oh wow! And and it still came out, and it was a huge deal. So. And it is like the first game that kind of did this because I know there are like I know one game that is sort of taking the old timey style is um, Bendy and the Ink Machine, um, which I it was, the first episode of it is for free. Actually, I'm going to get around to playing it soon. But but I mean, like if any other games come out trying to steal Cuphead's thunder, it's not going to work. Like, I don't think it could. No, no, because Cuphead was like the baby. Cuphead was everyone's baby. You know, I think I think that they should take. Like I'd say, even if they took four years making a Cuphead two, I think I think they'd be fine. Like maybe if they released another game in like two years, like something smaller or different. Um, but I think that they have like enough of a impact in the industry now that they can take their time to make their next game. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Because people aren't going to forget Cuphead. I think Brett was saying sort of the the Drinkbox Studios thing where you released Guacamelee and it came out kind of everywhere. So and maybe Guacamelee had the Super Ch- Championship eh, Super Turbo Championship Edition, which had some extra stuff. And then they went and made Severed, yeah, a little side piece. And then now Guacamelee Two is coming out. So maybe maybe Cuphead, sorry, maybe Studio MDHR will kind of take a similar route. Um, yeah, but I mean Cuphead was way bigger than guacamole oh, yeah. oh so, yeah like, obviously yeah so they could so they could totally take their time like they've made their impact they can because the the worst thing would be to release cuphead 2 too quickly and it's plays like the exact same but with different bosses like i think that would be worse because hmm. people would be like oh, this is just the first game again you know right so i don't know i don't know hmm. uh either way Congratulations to them. And all the nominations and, and all the winners and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Especially Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, look looking at the ga- look at the looking at the other games that were for game of the year, I didn't care about any of them, so I was totally fine that it won. Like, Did you whatever. play Horizon? No. No. Never got around to it. Horizon is like Horizon's a damn good game. 
It didn't. I don't think it won a single thing, which is is a shame because it's a really freaking good game. Mm-hmm. Um, like awesome character, cool like environments, like the 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 like it's it's unique in that it's you know your bow and arrows and travel and all the shit, but it's like robot dinosaurs, like so it's got a sci fi twist to it, like such a cool game. I had a lot of fun with it. And it's funny that those two games like came out at the same time because they're like very very similar. Yeah, um, for sure. And Breath of the Wild got a lot of the love, and there was some things that were not in Horizon that I would want because Breath of the Wild. Like, I remember just trying, like, in Breath of the Wild, you can travel wherever you want and climb whatever the hell you want. And then Horizon still kind of had those, you know, you're trying to climb a mountain, but you can't get to this side. You had to go to the specific spot where the developer put in, like, a... uh, Like, a ledge for you to climb up and shit. Yeah, the invisible walls, yeah. Yeah, so... Because if it came out like a month before Zelda, it wouldn't have bothered me. But because it came out at the same time and I was playing them at the same time, it, like I noticed it. But Horizon is is such a good game. Like I, I won't spoil. Like I won't say because we'll do our game of the year um, mm-hmm. stuff ne- next episode. But Horizon, like you should try to pick up Horizon. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not for PC, right? No, it's a PS4 only game. Oh, okay. Well, I'll never play it. Too bad. Moving now on. You get a PS4. <laughs> I don't want a PS4, man. I have a PC. I don't need it. <laughs> Bloodboard. Oh, it's it's on. P- oh wait. Eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> didn't that team? Didn't the the Souls team announce a new game too? And it just showed like a weird little trailer that. Didn't oh, happen? did they? Oh, I don't know. Whatever. I'll play it when it's out. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it'll, maybe it'll never come to PC. Oh, well, that's okay. There's plenty of other games to play. <laughs> no, there's only one. Dude, <laughs> you know how many games. I have to play already. Like, I can miss some exclusives. Whatever. It's too many games. Can't play all the games. <laughs> From software. <laughs> what they announce? Let me... <laughs> Let they, me make they my announced excuses. Some, they announced something, but all they showed was just, like, some weird... I don't even know what it is. What on earth could yeah. From Software's mysterious new video game be? Yeah, they did announce I don't know. It. They did it's tease like, the game, but... It's like everyone who likes FromSoft games, anyways, are is gonna play it, and like, like there, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be anything. It could be like you play a sentient poop, and everyone would still love it. <laughs> I would love it. And every time you die, the poop gets bigger. So every every life is different. Yeah, yeah, that's a good mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Nintendo has a game coming out like that for like a first person or sorry, a third person shooter. Like online shooter, and and as you shoot, um, as you shoot the person, it you get bigger uh. or smaller. I can't remember which one. And then the maps are designed so that like you know you got to be a certain size to get into certain areas and stuff like that. It's like a four versus four huh. game. I have no idea what it's called, but it's kind of interesting. It's, it's taking that thing. It's so I didn't, so I didn't come up with that. Bloat bloat tune. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm trying here. Uh, we'll do Game of the Year talk next week, like we mentioned, maybe when Brett decides to actually come to the episode that he says he'll come to. Um, I don't have I don't have a discussion. I've, I've been bad. The last, like, three episodes, I, I kind of don't prep for a discussion. Lovely. Uh, eh, I don't know. I think, I think, oh, there's one thing I wanted to ask you, and we can do this at the end, because I, I didn't want to take up the whole podcast. Uh, did you finish Undertale? Oh, Yes. That was the last time you were on the, the yes, podcast. Yes, it was. And I heard some some whispers on Twitter. <laughs> that was a so, bad game. So, so what happened? So I did finish it. Okay. Um, actually, I don't think I did 100% finish it because you can get the platinum before beating it. And as soon as I got the platinum, I, I chucked it. So you just didn't play it, basically. <laughs> no, I played the... I played... Hold on. What's, what's the last trophy in Undertale? I don't know. Okay, so I did some research into this after I saw that you got the platinum. Um, so Toby Fox, the creator of Undertale, uh, didn't put achievements in the PC version because he thought that they would take away from the game, mm-hmm. interesting enough. Uh, so then when he put it out on PlayStation and they told him, no, you have to put trophies, he put the trophies in as, like, he didn't like he didn't really care, but then the whole, like, dog shrine thing was basically like, uh, if someone wants to get the platinum for this, then they have to waste their time. So, <laughs> so uh, it seems like his his uh, little jab at trophy hunters seems to have <laughs> backfired on him a bit. 
So the the last tro- story based trophy is reach the second save point in the core. And I'm pretty sure okay. as soon as, I'm pretty sure as soon as I got that, I I turned it off because so uh, you didn't. Yeah, so you didn't play the game. <laughs> no, I I played. I had to play legit like five or six hours to get to that point. I pl- so I was okay. playing. So I'm playing this game, and mm. I like the the battle system mm-hmm. of like do- you had to dodge like you know I'm going back like a month or so, but like you had to dodge stuff like when when you get attacked or whatever, right? And then there's like different things where if it's like blue, you stay still or something along those lines, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a bullet hell mixed with like a JRPG. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't get past just how like ugly the art is, like just how okay. just like looking at it, I'm just like this isn't this isn't even like good looking eight bit stuff. Like you <laughs> yeah, look at no, Mario, it's not. and so I was yeah. just like ah, oh, like this art is just gross and then i just found the dialogue just like not interesting just like really that's so interesting just reading it i was just like what is going on like i kind of like i feel bad because this is like a month ago now so i'm trying to remember because i didn't i I deleted it as soon as i got the platinum um so i can't i can't remember like specific things about this game anymore but there were certainly times where like i laughed or like i enjoyed it and stuff but there was a lot of times where i was just like this is not Hmm. Like I'm not having fun <laughs> playing this Interesting. game at all. Not and, none of the characters really stuck out to you, huh? No, no one. Like I wow. can't even I can't even really name any of the characters to be perfectly honest. Um, huh. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't beat it because as like as soon as I got the platinum, I was like, I'm done. I can't like this is not my type of game. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And I just yeah, the, and the dog shrine like I just donate all like all the money to the dog shrine and. Well, yeah, the dog shrine was specifically made for the trophy hunters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to waste your time. So, huh, hey, you know what? He got to sell out of trophies, though. So he, so he's very, he's not a big fan of the achievement or trophy system or whatever. Well, no, because he just thought it would completely take away from the point of the game, and I think it does, honestly, because I know the game well and I know what it sort of stands for, and because uh, he didn't, he didn't want to influence any choices that you would make. Um. Because I'm I'm curious, how did you play the game? Were you were you killing people? Were you uh, uh, sparing kill- people? No, I was ki- so I was mostly killing people, and then every now and then I would try to maybe um, scare them or or uh, become friends with them or whatever. And it's funny yeah. you mention that because there is a trophy that's missable if you kill a character. <clears throat> so that character I did have I didn't kill. Interesting. Uh, like I think in order to get into the dog shrine. There was someone that that house is locked if you kill. Yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So that character I let live. Mm. Um, that's yeah. That's curious. They would put that there. So so, okay. And I've read. No, the- that's that's just that's interesting because because the the first character that you have an opportunity to kill, that character is supposed to be the one that makes you feel bad about killing people. So from there on, you're you're kind of you're supposed to stop. You're you're influenced to not be killing people because that first moment is supposed to really affect you. And like for us, it did. Like after that, we were like, "Oh my god!" Like, because because yeah, just the way it's designed, it's like that's just how it's supposed to work. I don't. I still don't want to spoil it. I know it's two years old, but it's like one of my favorite games, so I right. don't want to like spoil everything. But yeah, because like killing people puts you down a very different path than saving people. Yeah, and and because there are three main endings, and they're all in s- extremely different, both in the endings, but in the way that the game plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, like the whole game is different depending on which path you choose, and uh, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's it wasn't your thing, and uh, you know, like to to me, it's a shame. But oh well, there are plenty of other games to play, so it's all right, man. I I won't hold it against you. I got the platinum. That's all that matters. I don't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that game is going to like because he put in such easy platinum though. It's going to sell more than, um, than it probably would. I mean, maybe he maybe he knew that <laughs> because it's it's already got like a really dedicated following of people who love the game, right? So it's yeah. like yeah, I, probably I, like yeah, I can I can grab. I, 
can grab some money from the trophy hunters now. <laughs> <laughs> Those suckers. I remember because I remember yeah. after I beat the game, I was just like, I was like, that was not. I don't know if you. Well, you didn't beat the game. I just have to tell you that you right, didn't fine. beat the game when I got to ninety nine percent of the game. No, 98. you got to about you got to about fifteen percent of the game. Fifteen percent, dude. Because there's three different endings. Okay, and and if you if you spare everyone, like th- like sparing everyone, that entire playthrough takes like at least twelve hours because there's so much extra content from everyone surviving. If and I, then if I when I killed people and I got to the se- the, la- the second save point in the core, yeah, and I played for an additional thirty minutes, would I have seen credits? E- yes. So then I was ninety five percent done the game. Is what you're saying? No, no. <laughs> No, no, but that's okay. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, I, I, it was really not my jam, and I, yeah, I, I, did, I never played uh, Earthbound, which I guess is a huge. Um, yeah, uh, I've never played it either. Actually, I feel like I should. Yeah, because it was a huge influence. Yeah, and the the Earthbound, the first NES one was on Wii U too. So, hmm. Yeah, yeah, I should get around to playing that. Download your yeah. ROMs, make a make a music video about it or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just it was really just not my cup of tea, and. Uh, I moved on from it. October gotcha. 30th is when I beat it. I, or when I got the platinum, I'll say. So I don't <laughs> bug you with your... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. No problem. Uh, yeah, we can wrap oh. it up then. That was a good topic. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Jake, people want to know what you're up to. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Jake Butno everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Jake Butno. Come watch my videos. Come chill. And uh, in all those videos, you'll see Toronto Game Devs at the end of those videos. Uh, but you can also yep. go to, you can also go to <laughs> Toronto Game Devs uh, on YouTube, on the site, on Twitter, whatever. Subscribe, like, retweet, <clears throat> all those things. Um, also, yeah. your e- you released your EP. Yeah, I did. Sorry, we should have uh, talked about this at the start of the show. Ah, no, nah, it's all good. Uh, yeah, it's a 17-minute little electronic concept album. If you want to go take a listen, it's a, it's a fun time. And it's uh, it's free to download, but you can like pay to support you, basically, right? Uh, no, you have to pay to download it. Oh, okay. Um, oh, you can listen yeah, on but, to, you can listen it on SoundCloud. Or yeah, it's on SoundCloud, uh, YouTube, Bandcamp. You can stream it as much as you like. And uh, right. but yeah, and if you feel like downloading it, then uh, yeah, toss me uh, toss me five bucks. There you go. Cool. Um, tweet of the week. We'll go to Brett since he's. Yeah, what's what's Brett been doing? What is besides Brett sleeping said? Uh, actually, he didn't. He hasn't tweeted since retweeting the podcast last time. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, composing Dan has he done anything? <laughs> I'm more than guess that Dan has not done anything. Oh no, he commented on one of our one of the news bites videos though, so he okay. is alive. Okay, YouTube comment of the week. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no tweet of the week. All right, well, we'll. Uh... That's sad. What about Devin, friend of the oh, show? Devin. Devin, Devin tweets. Devin tweets a lot. Devin tweets, does tweet a lot. All right. Uh, he's been retweeting a lot. Come on, Devin, give us some. To be honest, sometimes the game, the at game discourse bot sounds one or two steps away from being me. Have you seen the game discourse bot yet? Yeah, from uh, Dave and <laughs> um, I'm blanking on who else made it. But yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my okay, tweet of the week. Lazy developers should just stop talking about work life balance. That's the tweet of the week. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. Here, let me let me find it. Yeah, December 9th. December 9th? Yeah. Oh, that was a while. Yeah, this this bot's been going. It's like once an hour. <laughs> <laughs> the evil with with the evil within two is to be the game of the year for its use of boobs. <laughs> Where's uh, the what was the one he said? Um, oh god! Lazy developers should stop talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. that's my favorite. Cool. Just tween it up. Uh, <laughs> no one gets mad about that. Guess <laughs> <laughs> start an uproar. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and all that stuff. Uh, well, next week, hopefully, Brett won't die, and uh, we can do a game of the year. Or and Jake doesn't have stuff to do. <laughs> like, yeah, like I'll I'll try to I'll try to be here. If we do it early, then I might be able to. Because I'm going to do the third annual uh, Toronto Game Dev uh, Game of the Year as well, and 
what Patreons suggested was breaking it up. Because last time I just put it all into like one big pile and everyone just votes or whatever. And so you had like Watch Dogs 2 competing with like some little indie game on uh, iPhone made by one dude or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm going to have to figure out some categories. Um, and I don't know how I'm going to, I'm not sure how I'm going to do that just yet because there is really only like Ubisoft here. So I don't know. How, like it'd be like AAA game and it's just For Honor. Um, so I gotta, <laughs> I gotta figure out how I'm going to like break it up. Maybe like say teams of like kind of mid range, like mid to high range studios and then like low range basically on size of team. But anyways, there's going to be, uh, that's going to be coming up in the next like week or so. So nice. Stay tuned for that. Uh, and until then we'll see you next week. Bye.